1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. More dynamite. <laughs> TGIM, babies. That's thank God it's Monday. You know what? I love Mondays because it gets me back here 6 to 7 p.m. drive time, getting to share this hour with you all, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy here on the Andrea K. Show. And joining me always, helping me pack the heat and blow things up, is DJ Carrot Sticks. Carrot Sticks. And also joining me throughout this hour is my buddy, Al Arias. He's going to be here. Got so much to talk about. Usually he's in like the latter half of the show. But I brought him in tonight because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, with Facebook Live, if you all are out there watching, y'all know I usually play some, you know, OG, some gangsta music for my buddy, Al. Um, But Facebook doesn't like it when we play any of our happening tunes. So uh, if you want to be a part of the show... We would love to have you do so. Uh, the number, please call in tonight on any of the topics and tell us what's on your mind. The number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. And also follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and keep the conversation rolling there on Facebook. Lots of conversation today about the man I call Lefty Sheriff Gun Grab and his merry band of cowards down in Florida. Um, people are saying, hey, AK, who are you to judge what this man has done the sheriff? Who are you? Uh, this has been the battle over the weekend. Who are you to judge these sheriff's deputies or this SRO dude who hid either behind their cars or behind a bush to keep from going in? What do you mean, who am I to judge? We're taxpayers, aren't we? Aren't we paying for these law enforcement officers? Oh, but Andrea, you know, you don't know what it's like to have to be, you know, uh, fearful, Maybe he, maybe they were just scared, and that's why they hid and didn't go in. Who are you to judge that? You know, I'm not pretending that I've got any greater courage than anybody else. It's one of the reasons why the Marines are called the few and the proud. When we have these people who are extraordinary, you know, they, they're extraordinarily brave, at least we think. They volunteer to either join the fire department, law enforcement agencies, the military, the FBI. What they do is say that when, it, when it, that moment happens— whether it's day 30 on the job or 30 years on the job, when that moment of crisis happens and lives are on the line, it is their job to run into the line of fire, not run away from it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being too harsh. So I brought on an expert, somebody who is an attorney, former law enforcement officer himself, and, and a man who's actually uh, written a book called When Cops Kill and Blue News. Joining me now to answer these questions is Lance LaRusso. Lance, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Thanks for having me. Okay, so um, first things first, you know, immediately after the shooting, I was curious, and I actually talked about it that night on my show. I said, wait a second. I said, we haven't even heard the beginnings of an investigation, and yet I'm seeing politics, the politicizing of the event immediately afterwards involving the sheriff, the school superintendent, and others. And um, now we find out that, um, and I don't know if it was to cover, but 39 times this young man's home was visited. Multiple tips, including details that came out today. There was no escaping exactly ever it, it, the warnings that came down from the FBI. We had a school superintendent that ignored warnings and, and, and said to teachers, oh, don't let him come on, on the school grounds with a backpack. 
Then, after the initial politicizing of the event, then that sheriff goes to a CNN town hall meeting and excoriates, crucifies Dana Lash and the NRA and everybody, come to find out. On top of all the the failures leading up to this event, on the day of the shooting, Lance, three deputies in his SRO are hiding out, not going in. What are we to think of this? Well, you know, it's a really, uh, it's a scary situation. You know, one of the things I talk about in Blue News, which is basically about media and law enforcement. Um, and by the way, I'm talking the books, but all profits go to law enforcement charities. We've donated about $20,000 so far. You know, the first thing that I noticed when the sheriff came out was his first words were about politics, um, banning the NRA, banning assault weapons. And that's been his stance pretty much the entire time he's been sheriff. It's the wrong time for that. And when he was out there talking about it, my first question was, well, what's going on behind the scenes? Who's running the agency and who's doing the investigation? And it turns out, um, you know, we have an explanation from one of the deputies as to why they were outside. But uh, it really, it, what he said is that the shots were, he thought the shots were coming from outside of the building. That's possible. But really, at this point, there needs to be a full-scale investigation of exactly how the deputies were trained, what they did, and why. Uh, you know, there's a, a great quote from a U.S. Supreme Court case called Graham versus Connor that says that officers are faced with rapidly evolving circumstances. And we don't know exactly what the uh, deputy heard or saw, but the question is, why was somebody not going inside the building? Well, not um, only that, that could excuse be a training me, issue. Well, excuse me for interrupting, though. Initially, he, he, oh, his sure. statements were that he thought it was firecrackers. What's interesting to me is, in addition to the SRO who didn't go in, Peterson, who then was under arm, if, if he followed protocol and did the right things, he wouldn't have been forced to resign, and, and, and his, his own residence wouldn't have been surrounded by eight guards. And that was going on while they knew that other sheriff's deputies were hiding behind their cars. But while those deputies were hiding, the Coral Springs police were going in. Right, and that's a question that you they have to deal with, and it's it's one of the things that I've argued about for the past several years. The people with no experience in law enforcement, really, who had no business telling law enforcement what to do, have been screaming about this whole guardian versus warriors thing. Warriors go in and protect innocent kids. Warriors go in and protect innocent people. Guardians draw chalk lines, yeah. and when it really comes down to it, you know, you want to know what a guardian looks like. Um, it's the people that are saying, well, you know, we don't know why they didn't go in. We're going to have to figure this out and, mm-hmm. and making excuses. You want to know what a warrior looks like. It's a cop who was uh, a Coral Springs officer who was off duty, wasn't armed, probably because the, he was not allowed to carry a gun on the premises while he was not in, on duty, and borrowed body armor and a backup weapon from another deputy who showed up and ran in the building in a T-shirt and a pair of basketball shorts. That's what the officers that I know are made of, and that's what they would do. So it's not just, you know, confusing to the public, and I'm sure it is. Um, it's, it's really a root cause of getting to the bottom of why did those deputies stay outside. Now, if they had a good reason, then we need to look at it and, and see if, you know, it, it holds water so far as what they were told. But it would not surprise me, um, especially with this sheriff, who was extremely anti-gun, um, if, you know, they really were blaming the guns being inside the building being a problem. This will shock some of your listeners. I represent a lot of law enforcement officers, and I have had law enforcement officer clients who have been told to leave schools and have been told to leave daycare centers when they were dropping their kids off at school in uniform because they had a gun. Wow. 
So basically, it's we're going to make sure it's a gun-free zone, and that's why we hear all this crap today about how teachers shouldn't be armed. I don't know what your thoughts are. We didn't prep before this interview, but I think when you have 200 te- – people – let me put it to you this way because we had this big listening session today at the White House where President Trump is saying, you know what? We need to get rid of this gun-free zone like you're talking about here, and in fact, what we need is to add to add guns to the situation, and he's not requiring or suggesting that every teacher be forced to be armed. But you know, the people who are saying today, oh, we need teachers to teach and the security to provide security. Well, you know what? The teachers are being forced right now to be the front line for security. Only they're, The only thing they're being armed with is the skin and the bones on their backs that they're having to use as shields. And we have 200 teachers in one area of Ohio alone that have said, you know what? Since we are the front line for security, we're willing to sign up and we're willing to go through the training and be armed. What is wrong with that? Well, the bottom line to active shooters, or actually we call them active assailants in law enforcement now, because so many of them have carried IEDs in addition to firearms, and they may be armed with a knife, not just a shooter. Um, You have two ways to prevent it. You have physical security to keep them from getting in the building. And once they get in the building, the statistics are between four to six minutes, the carnage is over. The only thing that's going to stop that is somebody with a weapon. It, it's it, yeah. We can talk about it. We can debate it. That's the only thing that's going to stop it. Teachers have been armed in Israel for years. We're certainly not saying that every uh, teacher needs to be armed. But, you know, when I went through an active shooter instructor school several years ago, there were officers from all over the United States and Puerto Rico there. And some of those officers from, I think it was New Mexico, were in very, very rural areas. And they had no doubt that the teachers were carrying firearms because their response time was 30 and 40 minutes. Uh, yeah. Um, Even if I like I like the idea that they shouldn't be forced to. I don't know if in Israel that the teachers are actually forced to carry or not. But when we have the Second Amendment in this country where citizens are supposed to have the right to bear arms, why would we tell a teacher that they can't do so? And on top of it, um, immediately this was exploited. This entire situation was exploited, not just by Sheriff Lefty Gun Grab, but others to push an agenda. I still have not heard anything about actually securing the perimeters of the schools themselves. I went to Disneyland the other day, Lance, and I I got to tell you what I had to go through to gain entrance was more invasive than some doctor's appointments I've been to. So we need to we need to have guns there on the site. These are government buildings. If we have guns uh, in provided in increased security at entrances to other government buildings and people are walking around with weapons at other government buildings, it needs to happen in our schools. Um, I think that w- that one of the reasons why I think my theory is is that uh, the sheriff Shortstack and others were trying to hide the failures that were done uh, leading up to it. Tried to hide as the president trump said today these guys were not exactly medal of honor recipients i think the reason why they're trying to hide it is because it's hard to convince the american people that we should trust government and trust these institutions to protect us when they failed like this so they're trying to come out and want to push uh, more gun control uh in trying to convince the american people to not arm ourselves and not arm teachers but to keep guns more out of it and to trust the government when they're when the government's the one failing us Well, I mean, and I talk about this in When Cops Kill, the reality of the use of force, and I talk about it in Blue News. You know, when you're talking about spin, uh, you know, it's very pervasive in this argument. The reason the assault weapon ban was was lifted was even according to the FBI, it had no effect over 10 years. The gun-free school zones has been a a surrounding failure to, uh, to students, and it was really created during the Clinton administration to punish people who... Uh, brought guns to school, and that essentially had to do with gang members and things like that. But they basically created these pockets 
where it's hard to drive in some cities without going through a gun-free school zone. Yeah. And it's, it's been a resounding failure for one reason. The people who are going to enter the school zone to wreak havoc and commit felonies don't care about the law. Right. You know, when we have we have security outside of courthouses and we had this happen in Forsyth County, Georgia, where a man who was hell bent on killing people um, stopped short of the metal detectors and started mm-hmm. shooting. Well, yeah. he realized those deputies were going to shoot back. Right. And so far as, you know, the odds when people say, well, somebody has an assault weapon and an officer has a, a, a handgun. Remember, in Texas, we had a 60 year old traffic cop who stood down two armed terrorists with, a, with AK-47s about two years ago mm-hmm. and stocked both of them dead in their tracks. Well, I want to um, finish up. We've got about a minute and a half left here. Um, there are calls on Florida Scott to suspend uh, Sheriff Israel and then launch an investigation in, into him and force him out because he is refusing to leave. On top of him accepting the responsibility for the failures and acknowledging them, he's going around saying, literally, I did an amazing job. And when he was asked by Jake Tapper whether or not it would have made any difference if those sheriff's deputies had gone in, he made some smart aleck remark like, well, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, OJ would be in prison. This man needs to go. I'll uh, give you the final thoughts on that. 30 seconds. The law enforcement officers that I know are extremely brave and would put themselves in jeopardy to save children. And if they didn't do that, then something's wrong. There's, there's something missing from this mix. Well, I think what's missing is good leadership, and I think it's time for Sheriff Israel to go. And we support uh, forcing him out and forcing Governor by, by Governor, Governor Scott uh, f- suspending him. Uh, Lance LaRusso, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we've got a caller waiting uh, patiently on the line to talk about this. And then we've got a what supernatural powers helped President Trump get elected? Was it God? Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-co.com. 
Now's the time to call and enroll your student at a quality private school for half price. Call now, 844-800-5757. AM 1170, The Answer, has lined up some of San Diego's finest private schools just for you. Call AM 1170, The Answer, and get the 2018-19 school year, preschool through high school, for half price. This is such a blessing that will save your family a lot of money. So what are you waiting for? See the complete list of schools at am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM 1170 mobile app. Pick your school, then call us at 844-800-5757 to lock in your child or grandchild's enrollment for half price. Give your student the solid foundation they can only get from a quality private school. Call now and give them that education for half price. Don't wait. These schools are going fast. Call now. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. 2018-19 school year for half price. 844-800-5757. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Among many lost arts in Washington, the most problematic is the lost art of compromise. The dictionary says compromise includes the root word calm or together with the word promise. We make promises by coming together. America learned this early with the Constitutional Convention full of compromises. But now members of Congress vote not to find the best solution for the country, but the best platform for their next election. Democrats threatened to shut the entire government over dreamer immigrants, while Trump was willing to see a shutdown over his wall. And so it goes. Politicians standing firm on one issue or another, which they believe will get them reelected, and the whole of the federal government is held hostage. We need more politicians like Ronald Reagan, who told House Speaker Tip O'Neill, I will take half a loaf today, but I will come back for the other half tomorrow. I'm David Davenport. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. We've talked a lot in the last week since the shooting that, uh, at least I have, about the fact that all this scapegoating of the NRA and guns and really what's happened is we're, we're, we have a cultural and spiritual crisis in this country, and that's what is behind this. Uh, I think President Trump knows this. He is a man of God. Joining me now to talk about this, and he's actually written a book called God and Donald Trump. It's author Stephen Strang. Hi, Stephen. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Well, thank you. Uh, it's a privilege to be with you. Um, before we get into your book, I, I read some comments that you made um, about about the situation, how we've moved away from Scripture and away from God in our society and morality and personal responsibility, and that's one of the things that's leading up to this, correct? Oh, absolutely. In fact, Hillary Clinton wrote a book called What Happened? And my book, God and Donald Trump, answers that question, and it's that God intervened. You know, what you say about the culture is absolutely true, but this goes way beyond politics or one political party or the other. And millions of people were praying that God would do something to sort of stop a lot of this nonsense that was going up. And what I like to say is that God raised up somebody who we didn't expect. And as Christians, a lot of us didn't even really like him. I was a Ted Cruz guy mm-hmm. originally. Uh, of course, after Ted dropped out, he was running against Hillary Clinton, so it's a pretty clear uh, choice. However, Donald Trump, the secular billionaire playboy that he is known to be, has ended up being a very, very strong advocate for Christian causes and things that are important to Christians. He's delivered better than any president I can 
think of. And I think that you have to look at his policies and how he's governed uh, rather than at some of the uh, things about his life, like free marriages and gambling casinos and so forth, that a lot of uh, people, especially uh, never Trumpers, point to. Well, uh, you know, that certainly the left tried to stop him from uh, getting elected, and, and so did a lot of never-Trumpers during the primaries because they said, that, oh, we, we've got to have somebody that can appeal to the evangel- evangel- evangelicals to get him out to vote. That Mitt Romney could, if, if, if Mitt Romney couldn't move and get the evangel evangelical sorry i'm having trouble with that word tonight but but he did it and he did he actually president trump actually in the debates spoke more about uh pro-life he was in the debate with hillary clinton in which he called her out for her stance on late-term abortion i have never seen in my lifetime any republican candidate or republican politician speak so strongly in the case for life as he did then he also promised uh religious freedom to our country and and he's Working hard in terms of uh, restoring religious freedom to people like bakeries who want to who want to be able to choose whether or not they participate in a, a gay wedding. I feel like I wanted to have you on tonight because it's, we've we've been talking a lot about cultural and spiritual issues in the country that's involved uh, with these shootings and with the midterm elections coming up. You know, I feel like we've got to we've got to remind everybody why we elected this man. He it, let's look at the results. Let's look at what he's doing for us out there. The left is wanting wanting to jump on every little misstatement of his or every inarticulate comment. We've got to look at who he is. No, he's not perfect, um, but he has done. He has. It's like he said at CPAC the other day. Uh, you know, I think he's proven by now he's a true conservative. Correct? Oh, absolutely. And what you said about. Abortion and the debate is very right. In fact, in that debate, he said that Roe v. Wade would be overturned uh, if he was elected. I've never heard any politician say that. And, you know, the media kind of ignored it. I think they couldn't believe their own ears because uh, it was not widely uh, played up. But he has done more than anyone else uh, that I know of to uh, back our values yeah, and we need to and we need to support him on that. Now, you you say something in your book about how there were supernatural events that helped him get elected. There were, and one of the reasons I wrote the book, Guide and Donald Trump, is I felt that some of these things needed to be put on the record. Now, as a Christian, I come from a, a Christian background that believes that God still speaks to people, oftentimes through people who we call prophets. You know, we think of prophets as being. Uh, in the Old Testament, but I believe there's modern-day prophets that God actually shows what is going to happen. And there were four different uh, Christian leaders who were prophesying uh, that Donald Trump would be elected against all odds. You know, nobody believed that, even up until Election Day. Nobody thought that could be true. So then you have to ask, well, why did God uh, speak that? What is God trying to do? Well, some of them say that God raised him up uh, like Cyrus in the Bible, who was a pagan Persian king. God has always used uh, imperfect people. I believe that there's a spiritual aspect of this election mm-hmm. that is not a part of our public debate. You know, the right. secular people and even a lot of Christian people uh, don't ever talk about God's will. And I tried yes. to make the case that God had a plan, even though it doesn't make sense 
in a lot of ways to our natural minds. I'm so glad you're you're willing to talk about this, and it's an, it and it's so important because when you see people like Joy Behar mocking openly mocking Christians. You, 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 this is the same woman that stood up and, and walked out because Bill O'Reilly dared to suggest that, you know, the Muslim community needed to figure out why they got a problem within it. That was unacceptable, but she's openly mocking our vice president because he says he listens to the Lord and the Lord speaks to him. Well, as the, you know, that, that's part of what Christianity is about. It doesn't mean that we're sitting there with the, you know, hearing God, like he's on a loudspeaker, you know, it's like the Holy spirit speaks to us. And, you know, I just feel like, you know, we've allowed Christians and conservatives, we've kind of allowed the left to shame us for our beliefs and, and to be silent and to not speak out about it. And that's one of the things that I think president Trump did for us in in the primary and the campaign was to say, look, I'm here with you and we're not going to let anybody shame us anymore. And we need the this revolution in this country and a return to our spiritual Judeo-Christian values and beliefs. That's how we'll turn some of this stuff around, including uh, these shootings and this moral decay we have. How can people read your book? Uh, the book is available really wherever books are sold. You, they can also get it on God and Donald Trump book.com. There's some, a couple free chapters. And uh, if people want me to um, autograph it, it's, uh, they can do that through the, the website. It tells them kind of how to do that. Well, thank you so much for writing the book. He is who let he who hasn't sinned cast the first stone. I don't care that he's been divorced multiple times or any other sins he's committed. I don't believe in in levels of sin, good sin or bad sin. We're all sinners and we all fall short. The glory of God, and that's why uh, we're saved. Thank goodness, and the Lord died on the cross for my sins. So you know, I love President Trump, and and um, I do believe he is a godly man. And I thank you for writing the book. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, and thank you for what you're doing. We need. More voices like you speaking out as you're doing. All right. Thanks again. All right. Speaking of voices uh, speaking out, I got to go to the phones before we take a break. Michelle from Arizona is on the line. She is from Mothers Against Illegal Aliens, and she wants to talk about school kids walking out. Um, hi, yes. Mi- hi, Michelle. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Oh, hello there. Hello there. You're amazing. You are oh, just amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, listen, I uh, I didn't really want to go down the illegal immigration <laughs> yellow brick road, but um, I'd rather talk about what's been going on now just in the schools with the shootings. Okay. And I've got two high school kids, and it was really um, something that was um, very concerning to me because we've got all these kids walking out, mm-hmm. and there's no consequences. And all it's as though these principals and teachers – have control over our kids once our kids walk through the doors and they're letting them just do these walkouts where it's, you know, the parents have no control and the the principals don't respond to the teachers. And it's just, it's out of control when the agenda that we can see is about our guns rather than what our kids are supposed to be at school for. And many of these kids don't even understand the real concept that it's been the media pushing this agenda actually for these walkouts. And, you know, this is crazy. This is just absurd. It is crazy, and I'm and I'm glad that you said that because I took a lot of heat last week that I was kind of critical of this whole movement because I feel like should um, these kids be speaking out and being able to share their feelings and their thoughts and their mm-hmm. fears? Absolutely, it's part of the grieving process, but not on not in the form of taking a bus to the legislators and being brought to the highest levels of our government and being told right. that they have the right to make demands on us. No, they should right. be dealing with grief counselors who t- deal with them on an individual basis, and then as soon as they're as soon as they're able, they're back in the classroom do, for what they're 
supposed to be there for, which is reading, writing, and arithmetic, not um, trying to push political agenda. That's not why people are sending their kids to school. No. Especially with the kids in Florida. For them to do what they did, I don't agree with that at all. I'm on your side on that side as well. But for kids here in Arizona that have nothing to do with Florida, for them to take off the time, this is where parents, you know, we've got a lot of these younger generation parents that are allowing their kids to behave this way. And then we wonder why our kids are acting out in school, which brings me to my next point, which is an article I think I sent to you, just the decay of our families because of the whole technology thing. We've got these digital families and digital Mm -hmm. kids and and digital everything. And then we wonder why we have kids that are snapping because it's a very lonely society that our kids are being brought up in, not to mention the fact that there's, you know, obviously mental illness or mental, whatever we call it. We've all Mm -hmm. got problems. Nobody's perfect. You know, you know, but the thing is, is this should not be around the nation. Kids walking out of school and the teachers and principals allowing it when we send our kids to school. And, you know, as we all know, each kid is probably worth five to seven thousand dollars once they walk through the cl- mm-hmm. into the into the school. And that's all they care about. Once they got our kids in school, they do whatever they want with them and brainwash them with, you know, oh, it's an agenda of. A shooting for a school, but the kids don't even know why they're walking out. No, they don't know. They got a chance to get out of the classroom and not have to take a test that day. I would have walked out too. I would have been like, oh, you want me to talk about what? Okay. Where you want me to go to get a day off of school? Okay. Can I get, can I, can I go have a, have some K- KFC and have a nice lunch in the middle of it? It's a day off for them. No, there's Absolutely. exactly. So, you know, this is just, this is just liberals trying to use our kids and exploit this in order to push political agenda. Our schools have been used for that purpose now for decades. And that's why right. this that's why we need to get back to this. It's fun. Every point that you you made was mentioned by a psychologist or psychiatrist. I talked about him on the show last week, and he said that um, the issue that our schools need to get back to being a place of discipline and morality. He says the problem is, is that we've become a culture to where within the schools, kids are alienated and shamed. And it's in part that's because right. we've got parents that are have abdicated their parental responsibility right. to school right. teachers as well as to these electronic devices. We've that's also cool. got a mean nasty culture that has been um, encouraged um, by the media and by the left and um, we and in part because we they have successfully removed what I just talked about God Absolutely. and values from society and it's all come to a head and then what does the left want to do just all blame it on guns and well, Andrea the one thing I want to point out here though is that and, and this is where I sort of differ with some people we want to arm our teachers well I could tell you the majority of the teachers my kids have had I'd be afraid for them to have a gun <laughs> and my kid in the classroom okay and I, I'm not kidding you. Some you. of these teachers, right. I really would wonder if they would lay down the gun, as liberal as they are, and, and, and actually do more harm to the kids in their classroom. Good point. As well as some of these principals where I've actually had some of these principals that I go to because I'm hearing, you know, I'm reading in books, in their history books, that uh, Sharia law is just a little war and Jesus is just a carpenter, but right. Mohammed is like a prophet. You know, they want to call the sheriff on me and kick me out of the school. I mean, these right. are the people we want to give guns to. Uh, I don't know. Right. Well, I, that's a, that's a really good point. When I hadn't heard before, and I think that's why it should be uh, voluntary. I am Michelle. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm thank way you, past right? the point Love of a you. break. Okay. Love you too. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a break. We come back, my man Al. Silky Al Arias is here. We got to talk about some happenings in San Diego. And when is when when did we suddenly have legislators using tax policy as a weapon for politics pushing back against liberals? I love this story. We'll see if Al agrees with me. Stay tuned. We're, yeah. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K show coming up. Want more Andrea K? 
Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. I'm Chris Walls, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad does it attacks belly fat well let me tell you it did the second month is where i saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach i've lost six inches this product really does work so guys if you'd like to experience similar results then get andro 400 the safe natural and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone go to andro 400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers in San Diego talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for San Diegans to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. If you or a loved one is or are having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you're needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first ever natural sounding new technology right in their office. Call and schedule your free hearing evaluation and free trial in a San Diego area office near you with absolutely no fee or commitment. To be a part of this test, Google My Hearing Centers or call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686 or Google My Hearing Centers for more information. This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. 
Greetings, friends. Welcome to this edition of The Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Social Security system is going to begin paying out more than it takes in in the year 2021. Over a period of time, they could continue to bump that full retirement age all the way up to 68. That one simple year would have a huge impact on the system in terms of its stability long term. The other big issue, of course, is they could bump up the tax itself. If you need help on putting together your long-term retirement plan and come on in and see me, all you got to do is call and schedule your free consultation with me, 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Thanks for listening. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem Network stations. The answer, San Diego. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hashtag fake news alert. Okay, I just saw the local news station here in San Diego saying fruits and vegetables fight depression. Do not even believe that, babies. You want to fight depression? You go get yourself a dozen from maybe Frat Boys Donuts or Krispy Kreme. Okay, don't be, don't be buying into no fake news. Some of those have fruit in the middle, like jelly Listen, donuts. Well, okay, there you go. Get yourself a raspberry cream filled, baby, if you want to fight some depression. Okay, so my buddy Al Arias joins me now. Silky, I'm here. Silky smooth Al Arias. Um, you know who wasn't smooth? Mr. Adam Schiff. Okay, we bet. How long have I been saying now for the week or two? Where is this Democrat memo in terms of fighting back the Nunes memo? I don't even want to spend much time on this. I knew when it dropped on Saturday that it was a nothing taco. It did not drop like a bomb. No, it floated like a deflated balloon. There was nothing in this memo that refuted the GOP memo. The, the key facts that were missing were the facts that were most relevant. The fact that Andrew McCabe said no dossier, which was nothing but lies, according to Comey. No dossier, no FISA warrant. So Schiff comes back and says that, you know, the the... Steel dossier was corroborated. Well, no, Comey himself said before then that it was salacious and unverified. There was nothing in this Democrat memo that refuted the Republican memo. That's why they floated it on a Saturday. It's not going to work. Nunes is going forward. That's all anybody needs to know about it. I'm just hoping that when Tr- President Trump said today that somebody needed to be investigating these investigators, that Sessions is going to actually do his job. Speaking of jobs, Al. Did y'all hear uh, that CPAC is under fire for um, racist remarks and for racism? Um, I guess the communications director at CPAC was at a dinner, and he said, Al, that Michael Steele, who was the uh, first uh, black American to head up the Republican Party, was given that job because he was black, and it was wrong to do that. Well, that's a tough one to deal with. He was black. Okay. And he's been in politics for a lifetime. Yeah. So uh, I think the choice turned out to be not a good choice. Yeah, the mistake was it was him putting him in the job. And that was the point. So he's being accused of being, let me throw this back out there to you. Cause, um, he's being accused of being racist be, for saying that it was a mistake to put him in there. But he was referring to qualifications, not unlike Geraldine Ferraro. Well, how about the job? I mean, he just didn't do a very good job, period. So it, it, you, somebody has to be accountable, and we don't like accountability. Right. That's just a fact. 
Well, yeah. And so I think, I think it was a mistake in the way he phrased it and framed it. What he should have done has been very clear. Like you said, said it was a mistake. You don't give anybody real progress is not giving anybody a job strictly on the basis of their skin color, i.e. affirmative action. Yeah, That's but a mistake I, I don't too. think he got it strictly because he was black. Well, that's what this man said. That's what he said. He shouldn't have said it. He shouldn't have I mean, said you, it. You just, there's, a, there's an issue for everybody in the world except Trump about being politically correct. Yeah, you got to be politically. It doesn't matter for him. Right. Well, I wanted to I wanted to say what my thoughts are on this is when it comes to employment, I think I think he should have been more clear about the fact that this man wasn't qualified to do the job. He did a horrible job at it. It was a mistake for any for the Republican Party to give him a job on that basis. I believe him when he says that they did that. It was at a time in which Obama was the first black uh, pr- uh, American president and so they they wanted to play the Demo- Democrats game of identity politics and it was a mistake because he didn't do a good job at it. And not unlike Geraldine Ferraro, who said at the time that Obama got support simply because he was black and he wasn't qualified for it. Why can't we have these conversations? Why can't somebody say that? And, you know, you would think that at this point with President Trump now that he would be able to make such a statement without it be, you know, being seized upon. But I got to move on um, because speaking of flamethrowers, we've had um, the Democrats have been in town uh, this weekend and um, shock of shocks to Diane Feinstein. Homegirl's been in the gig now for all these years, and she expected to get unanimous support. And they're like, "Oh no, girl!" She they told her she would. They wanted somebody who's more of a flamethrower than she is in going after Trump. And so she was shocked. And I'm saying, "Hey, Diane, you want to prove you're a flamethrower? Why why don't you go and hire Gloria Allred, throw on a turtleneck, and accuse the Democrat Party of coming against you because you're old now and a woman?" She doesn't play that game. And uh, her opposition, De Leon, he has like a half a million dollars raised. She That's has it? ten million in the bank. It's going to be a slam dunk for her. So then why, would, then why wouldn't they just go ahead and give it to her then? Well, because... What, what was the play there? <laughs> we have a millennial government now, and they want socialism. They want, they're, they're all Bernie people. Yeah. It's just a fact. Yeah. Especially in California. So maybe they withheld their support knowing that her challenger didn't have enough bones, you know, to make it happen, but they withheld their support to try to push her left? Well, I, I don't think that there's a lot of thought being applied i think it's basically emotion yeah good point good point um well because we'll de Leon doesn't have a chance right yeah well you know that's what that's what the left are it's full of emotions you know this de Leon guy was saying you know it's the democrats i'm tired of the democrats sitting back biting their tongue working the fringes and triangulating and helping out the republican party i mean and that I'm, guy sponsored the deal to make California taxes a charitable contribution. Give me a break. Well, I, you know. And, and, you know, it gets traction because people just don't think. No, they don't think. And they're not being taught anything. They're not being taught to think and they're not being taught anything in the schools. We got to take a break and we come back. We're going to talk a little tax strategy using uh, and the Republicans. Talk about uh, fighting back. And hitting a company where it hurts. Well, how many times does Trump do this? Over and over. Well, this time it was some Jordan. This time it wasn't Trump. It was some other Republicans. You guys stay tuned and you're going to hear how some other Republicans are using the uh, little tax strategy to push back and help fight for conservatives and help fight for the Second Amendment. More Andrea K. Show coming up.
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Recently, we talked on the phone with AM 1170, the answer family member, Sunshine. She took advantage of the answer's half-price tuition for her preschool son. Sunshine? He's really excited. He went to preschool at this Christian um, school, and he loved it. I want to bring my kids to heaven with me. If I can give them a great education, as well as an education in the Bible, and giving them a Christ point of view of life, then what better investment can I give that? Ah, Sunshine, that is very special. And you know, you could be saying something similar because AM 1170, the answer is giving you an opportunity to invest in your child or grandchild's education just like Sunshine did. From preschool through high school, get a high-quality private education for half off the regular tuition fee. Go to am1170theanswer.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Then give us a call at 844-800-5757 and lock in your child's place next fall. 844-800-5757. Turning 65 is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming. Do you need Part A, B, supplemental, drug coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? Relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance, Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. Visit them online at BridalwoodInsurance.com. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. Medicare Madness has met its match. Voted Best Insurance Company by the readers of the San Diego Union-Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health care connection for the best of your life. Visit BridalwoodInsurance.com today. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair 
their back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. By the way, i got to say a uh, shout-out to everybody out there on uh, Facebook. Some of the comments are, like, hilarious. I love you guys out there. C.V. Burton said, my cat thinks she's a bunny, but she hates lettuce. What? I don't know what y'all are rapping about out there. Um... Uh, Don Tapper says we give our children to the school system ran by socialism now. Absolutely true. Um, during the break, my, my guy, Al Arias had a brilliant comment. Yeah. We'll see if he can remember it now that we're back from the break. (laughs) Baby, what were you saying? It was about Trump's strategy and how he, how he negotiates. And it's, and it's true. It's brilliant. It was the Georgia people and, uh, threatening to take back the $40 million tax break that they're giving to Delta on the basis of Delta objecting to NRA and eliminating discounts. And I thought to myself that that's Trumpism. Uh, Trump, for example, will say to California, I'm taking away ICE because of your sanctuary cities, because of your approach uh, to disregarding federal law. Right. And uh, nobody pays attention until he does take away ice, mm-hmm. then we're going to see that California cannot go it alone. Mm-hmm. It needs support from the federal government. And uh, I don't know if uh, we can get a change of culture in the state in one administration. Well, but at least he's starting, and I'm glad you brought that up because it is good strategy. For a long time, the Republicans, you know, they just, uh, you know, they were trying to, continue to run things like it was in the 50s like it from mad men or what i didn't watch the show but basically these gentlemen's and their gentlemen in their white gloves uh bringing but they were bringing a spork to a knife fight and you got to play you got to play this game hard man donald trump showed that you don't have to be the mitt romney model or the john mccain model of you know trying to play nice and be a gentleman that does not work trump proved how you push back and i'm glad to see some of the republicans playing the same game what i was referring to with delta was this is in my attaboy segment uh delta airline decided to join like enterprise rent-a-car and all these other com- companies who decided to punish nra members for doing absolutely nothing wrong there was no nra member who went to this kid's home 39 times and failed to do anything about it it was no nra member hiding in the bushes and refusing to go in and and do their job to protect children in fact no nra member has ever gone in and shot up any place but delta and all these other companies decide they're going to punish nra members by removing discounts well we had some georgia boys down there some bubba's like casey Cagle, who says, quote, you cannot attack conservatives in the Second Amendment and expect us to not fight back. And so they said that little $40 million, you know, tax plan benefits you guys were going to get. Maybe maybe we're going to put a little stall on that until you guys play some ball with us. And initially, Delta was like, <clears throat> when this tax reform plan came about, Delta was like, oh, well, we don't pay you know, taxes anyway, da, 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 da. Well, you know what? It's actually worth a lot to them and, and to their employee pensions. So maybe some of these employees who are going to be losing out on some pension money might push back and say, you need to restore the NRA discounts and stop punishing NRA members. So you hit people in the pocketbook now. 
And that's when you might start to see a little results, right, Al? Well, the troublesome thing is how does NRA be the blame guy for these shootings? I mean, it's just like it's so indirect. Well, but you know what? The way they're able to get it across is they're able to use these children that are traumatized who, you know, who are being used to be the mouthpieces and then who who don't have any understanding of what the second. Are you going to take money from the NRA, Mr. Rubio? Yeah, I mean, it, you Where know, does that come from? Well, it comes from indoctrination of these students. You've t- you've got a traumatized, immature, hormonal teenager. Your sixteen-year-olds aren't allowed to buy alcohol. They're not al- they're not allowed to vote because they're considered too immature to have a have a play or a factor in in our legislative and our in our legal system here in this country and in our laws and in our election process. But we're going to let them decide on on laws that that. Are that involve a constitutionally protected right. It's insane. You do not let, let me just say this, Al, you don't let people whose most recent uh, involvement in self-defense be fighting off zits and pimples. <laughs> you don't let them decide what we do with guns. I'll tell you, those zit fighters, they are articulate. Very articulate. Yeah, the kids because they're at that wearing school it. School are very, very educated. Well, that well, uh, educated or I don't know that they're educated. How many of them know what the Second Amendment is really all about? How educated can they be if they actually think the NRA was the problem here? They don't care. They don't care because a lot of them don't care at all. What they care about is attention. A lot of them care about control. A lot, a lot for a lot of them, this is about a temper tantrum. And it's and it's about and it's about um, it's almost their rebellion in a sense, and you know we need to not be feeding that. Quite frankly, well, it's their, it's, it's, it's it's like their a, fifteen minutes exactly, exactly. And you know this, it's like it was like they they're all following the Kardashian plan of how to get attention, and the more obnoxious they are, the more cameras they have in their face, and they're being rewarded for it. And you know, I and I think it. It crossed a line. Um, initially, I thought it was brilliant that President Trump allowed them to come and speak. But you know what? I, I, I wasn't much older than these kids, and I talked about it here on the show, when a friend of mine was shot point blank in the head by a co-worker of mine at work. And you know what? We didn't descend upon the state house in Baton Rouge thinking that we were entitled somehow then to control the laws of the land. And we need to not be feeding children the notion that they've got that kind of power and control in the society. Uh, we don't need to be going down that path. We got two minutes. You got a comment you want to make or did I overwhelm you there, baby? I was just marveling over your ability to make a phrase. Well, thank you. Uh, You know, but it's, it's, you know, I think we need to be pushing back on this because they're, and, and, for their sake, because let me tell you something, they may be educated, but not in the right ways, because if they're pushing for something that absolutely wouldn't protect them at all right now, that while they've all been out yammering about banning assault rifles when an assault rifle wasn't used because an AR-15 isn't even assault rifle. No, oh, by the way, Columbine happened during an assault weapons ban. Virginia Tech involved handguns. Right now, we don't have any increased med- – I haven't seen any carpenters there putting up any, med- any, any barriers to protect them when they go back to that school. There's been nothing done down there by way of providing them additional security. And there's been nothing they've been demanded that they've been demanding that would make them any safer. That's the sad part. What they really need is a new sheriff and some people in there that can create a culture of bravery. They don't have it. They don't have a culture of bravery. They don't have a culture of values and morality. If you see some of the comments that some of these kids have been making uh, for a while now on their social media, it's, this isn't oh, the first would, time some of these kids have been political. What ticked so, me off was the sheriff. 
Well, and yeah. the, the kids, the kids, they're kids. Well, yeah. But I mean, this sheriff, is what... Give me a break. Yeah. He needs to go hashtag uh, resign Sheriff Israel or be snatched out by your bad toupee. Okay. Says Andrea Kay. Thank you, Al Arias, for, for being here. Thank you to my callers. Thank you to my guests, Lance LaRusso and uh, Stephen Strang. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll be back here tomorrow, 6 p.m. Love you all. Have a great night. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.